Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways, shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. It's Two Dudes in a Kitchen with Tyler Florence and Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, it's time for another episode of Two Dudes in a Kitchen. I'm not actually in a kitchen. I'm in a studio right now. Tyler, where are you? Uh, I'm at my lovely home. Man. We're getting ready for the holidays. Uh, we've got the you got the Christmas tree up. Um, feeling super festive. We're actually hosting an event here at the house. So we ha- we've hosted politicians. We've had huge fundraisers here at the house. Who's the most famous person you've cooked for? Oh gosh. Um, I mean, I've, I've, done, I've cooked for presidents um, for sure. Did, ha- did you vote for them? Was that weird? If you hadn't, I did. I did. Yeah, 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 did. yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Thousand percent. That's, that's yeah, pretty totally. awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm excited about today's episode because uh, apparently a bunch of listeners have been hitting us up wanting to know more about what we eat when we're on The Bachelor or Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise. And guess what? Um, mm-hmm. I can answer those questions. I think this is so fascinating because like you and I kind of know each other in a whole different world. You and yeah. I know each other over food, you know, and, and as a guy who hosts a reality show, you know, we have the great food truck race on Food Network and, you know, season 16. I get it. I kind of know how they work, the back ends from a production standpoint. But The Bachelor is is something that um, I, I, I'm i not wildly familiar with I because I, I work in restaurants. So I work at nights. I don't really get a chance to watch a lot of television. Um, but but one thing that I think is really kind of interesting with The Bachelor and 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 this is going back dude, must have been like. 2003, 2004, 2005, because The Bachelor's been around for a while, right? Yo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I turned it down. Really? They asked me to be The Bachelor, and and I I, I turned it down. If it was the same year, because I was like the sexiest chef alive in People Magazine. Well, you still are. So this is going... Well, thank you, brother. Um, this is so this is going back a minute. It must have been like 2004 or something like that. But uh, so the, the phone was ringing. I've turned down a bunch of shows. I turned down The Apprentice. Uh, we turned down everything. But I actually turned The Bachelor down. So I think it's so kind of interesting because, you know, because I, I had like my, my oldest son is 26 right now. Uh, he was he was like four. And it just didn't feel like the energy, like me making that with chicks in a hot tub. Just didn't really feel like the energy I wanted to throw out in the world. You know what I mean? Well, I did. That's for sure. <laughs> 
And dude, I mean, like, I, and, and, and trust me, I was torn. Um, but, uh, you know, what an incredible franchise. I mean, you really got to think about this. I mean, it's like, I mean, it, it's super primal in a lot of ways because everybody wants to date and, and have this sort of fantasy thing where, you know, a hundred men dote over, you, you know, it, it's such a fantasy thing for a lot yeah, of Yeah, and it's a little, there's parts of it that are just really very unrealistic. And then there are parts of it that are very realistic. And then... I guess it's up to the viewer to discern between the two. I mean, the one thing that you always have to prove on the show is the justification for one person to be doted on by so many amazingly beautiful other people, right? And I think that you would it would have just been justified. You are a successful chef. You were People Magazine's most sexy chef in the world or something like that. I think that would have... Would have made sense when they asked me to do it. I was like, "No way! I no one, no one will buy that. People want to date me on this show." Um, so yeah, that's why it never shook out for me. But the one thing that is very real about the show is that a bunch of dudes, at least on the Bachelorette, have to learn to live together. And one of those things of learning to live with other people is eating around them and cleaning around them and all that that entails. So we didn't have crafty on that set. We had to make our own stuff. Okay. So, so it, it's a, I, I can only imagine that that's a really, really big yes. production, right? Hundreds. That's it. So, so I mean, listen, I, I, I've done extreme makeover home edition. You know, I've done like really, really, really big shows before where they would take over what would feel like a city block, like a neighborhood block. And um, with trailers and everybody gets a trailer and their assistant gets a trailer and, you know, and there's like, like full-time cappuccino people and that kind of, so that doesn't happen. No, I mean, it is a huge production where there's, there are hundreds of people working on set at the same time. But when you're on the bachelorette and you make it into the house, you make it past the first rose ceremony, then you all come in, they give you like bunk beds and stuff. Bunk beds, bro. You got to sleep, you sleep in bunk beds with dudes. And like the the whole room just smells like bolognese sauce. Just... Just yeah, it just stinks. Duck butter, like like a like a like a karate exactly. class, like an old monkeys. gym bag. That's exactly what the whole. Th- it's it was miserable. <laughs> Dude, dudes worst. are so gross. I, I will say that. And yeah, I was like hoping for people to not get. They're like the the dirty kids. We were hoping that wouldn't get roses, just so maybe it would smell a little bit better, uh, like the next week. But yeah, mm-hmm. we also they put you in this one big mansion. It's in Agora Hills, right outside of Los Angeles. And so they stock the refrigerator with a bunch of stuff, but that gets all destroyed like within the first, I think, first week. And then you start telling handlers like, "Hey, I need you to go pick up like X, Y, and Z." And they and every week they stock the kitchen with things you want to cook, and you have to cook for yourself. Like there is no like I can order out anything. But, but is all that on camera? Like do they do that just so they, they film get interaction all of with you it? Guys? They just don't show a lot of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so so the, the, they 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 want to see you make terrible scrambled eggs or something like that, right? Yeah, like the Kendall Jenner cutting a cucumber like backwards. I think that they're hoping for that. It's funny though because I, um, I do make a fantastic duck gumbo, and so there was one week that I didn't have a date, like there was nothing for me to do, so I asked for all the ingredients, and then I just spent the entire day making duck gumbo for like the entire cast and crew, mm-hmm. and they f- they filmed the entire thing, and I did it like I as I was like hosting a cooking show, like I was you or like Rachel Ray or something. Um, and I was like, man, I really, they're going to air this and I'm going to be, 
I'm going to be on the Food Network soon, and then they didn't uh, they didn't air it. But I did feed uh, like the entire cast and crew, and I got to say it was bomb, very good. That's that's how you got to do it in a situation like that. that. That's the reason I love being a chef because I'll never get kicked off the island. I'm the I'm the last guy that'll get kicked off the island just because like if I'm gone, what do you bozos yeah. gonna eat? <laughs> best of luck to best of luck to all of you, right? And so I I think that's really great. It's just you know because as hospitality professionals, you know we we cook for each other all the time. That's just what we do. We give, and uh, I think those things are really great. It's like you kind of kill them with kindness with food. Oh, for sure. You know, one of the weird things about the the Bachelor or the Bachelorette or even Bachelor in Paradise is there's this unspoken rule that if you go on a one-on-one date, you're not allowed to eat the food because it's almost like set food. Oh, right. I think it's been sitting out for a while. And like, you know, you effectively, when you when you watch it back, it seems like the dinner is 30 minutes, but really it's hours and hours on end. You, and you're talking so much more than what they show. And so the food isn't, you're not supposed to eat it. And I went on one one-on-one date and I did eat the food and it was so cold and so stale and so gross, but I just, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. naturally want to eat it because it's right in front of you, you know? Now, did you guys shoot that at a restaurant with a real chef or was like they took over the restaurant and they brought in their own like food stylist and that kind of thing? We were in Argentina and they rented out the entire uh-huh. building like it was a huge it was like an old hotel um and they brought in a chef that cooked it like earlier that day but i remember i had like the date that day and then it was like okay go home and or go back to the hotel change and then go to the dinner portion and during that stint of me going home and changing they were like what do you want to eat and i ordered food and ate that before I went to the dinner, so I wouldn't be hungry, even though I still was hungry mm-hmm. and I still ate the, the food that was cold and gross and cardboardy. On a side note, how long were you in Argentina? They got some of the best food in the world there, man. The, the beef and the Malbec. Oh Ooh. my God, the Malbecs are, yeah, yeah, bro, all day long, dude. Really good Argentinian grass fed beef and, and like carne asada. It's like where they kind of cook it, sort of. Kind of out on an open fire, like cowboy steaks and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Or and they have like that. you go to the tango nights and watch the the dancing and eat the. Oh, it was, I've been to Argentina before. That. Yeah, if I ever run away from home, you yeah. can find Buen- me. In by the way, Buenos Aires is an amazing city. It's huge. It's absolutely massive. For and sure. You're also in Uruguay, which also has some amazing food and wine as well. Yeah, super interesting. South America's on fire right now. It's great. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. So back to The Bachelor, right? You go on these dates, you're in the house, you're cooking gumbo, you've got these fridge things, right? Does it ever get to the point where it's like people start competing with each other to see who can cook? Is that ever an element where people start to find leverage? Yeah, well, I think the people who were good cooks, like myself, and there are some other people that were were good, like would kind of take charge of like, I'm going to make food. Like, I'll make breakfast this morning, guys. Like, what does everyone want? Okay, you, you know... So you become like almost like a short order cook. Like I, like I was like a Waffle House cook there for a little bit because making yeah. like, all right, I got I got three orders of scramby eggs and I got uh, one poached egg and I got a couple sunny side up and um, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, but yeah, it was it was also funny. All these guys, I'm obviously not like this, but um, all these guys were all so muscular and like just beef caked out where there wasn't enough peanut butter, sliced meat, or eggs in the house mm-hmm. ever because they were just constantly being devoured mm-hmm. by these guys who are terrified of carbohydrates. Right, 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 right. I, I, was, I was, it's so, and, and what, what I think is kind of interesting about this stuff, it's like we're, because, you know, hosting reality shows and I've been on reality shows and, and you know, been a guest judge in a bunch of reality shows. And my thing is is the fear of kind of like who you're talking to because I mean I've been in television for 26 years, man, right? And 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 when you start talking to these like so, sometimes the contestants they come off of these shows and 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 you actually had a career in radio before you did this, so like you you're a DJ, you always be a DJ, and like kind of you have you're so well versed and and you know it can jump into any genre. Like, do you really, sometimes these people that are kind of like reality famous for like five seconds, it's like a Big Mac, you know what I mean? It's, you kind of eat it and then it's metabolized and then the show's on to the next season and these people that, that were famous for like five seconds on season five of whatever it was, right? They start to fade off in the background and I feel bad for these people sometimes. Well, I remember talking to the past host about it, uh, Chris Harrison, and he was like, listen, don't let this uh, this event in your life define who you are going forward. Just let it 
kind of make your normal life a little bit cooler. I mean, for me, I was a radio host, so like hosting stuff was was an easy thing to continue going down. But like, you know, it's a lot, it's funny when these guys who are like personal trainers or whatever, uh, insurance salesmen, and all of a sudden they go on a show and they think they, get, they, they can be an actor. And it's like, well, that's not what you were before. Like continue yeah. being an insurance salesman, but then also, mm-hmm. you know, you're right, like use this opportunity to... Uh, to keep kind of growing, I guess, your brand. But I will say this, like I hosted um, Best in Dough on Hulu. And the one thing that I wanted to ask you as a host of a cooking show is, but mine was a little different because these guys were like really, really good cooks. They were really good pizza makers. So we ate really, really well on the show. Like uh, we had crafty, but we would always just eat what was happening, what was like the challenges were. But for when you did um, Worst Cooks, I would imagine you'd be scared to eat that stuff because salmonella. Well, so, some of the food was, you know, it was it was designed to, to be gross, right? I mean, so like to, to kind of pe- peel the, you know, the, the sausage, make you back a little bit. Like so, like so, some of the stuff early on, like the, the early challenges in the show is designed to be outlandish, right? It's designed to be really, really good television. So the the grosser you can make it, like the funnier that it is. And and I, I if you want to see you want to see something disgusting, yeah. are you in front of a computer right now? Sure. You what you want to look up something crazy? Look up teddy bear meatloaf. You heard me. You can't unsee this, bro. If you look it up, I'm telling you that that's it's totally up to you. Teddy bear meatloaf <laughs> worse cooks. Just like Google that. It looks like I mean it does look like a teddy bear in like an egg. Mashed potatoes? They got yeah. ran over by a car or something. I mean, it's it's like it's. Is that crazy? Yeah, it's uh, it's disgusting. It's roadkill meatloaf. It's hysterical. I mean, it's a teddy bear man. Did you meat. eat it? <laughs> yeah, I ate it, man. I mean, it's just it's like it's like you kind of cut into it, but it wasn't like. I mean, so most of the food is not it's not inedible or it's going to like make you sick. It's just it's just kind of like wildly ill-conceived and 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 kind of gross and really bland and you know what i mean just like dumb and but you, you never really you know there's always options for improvement there's always like points to this like okay there's bits of this that i think oh okay hmm. all right teddy bear meatloaf but i want to get back to the bachelor for a second because to me I, I think this is like this is so so fascinating from a re- from a his uh cultural standpoint right because like it just never it never loses its theme the show Right. I mean, it's it's always fascinating. Everyone's always excited about the new cast of characters come on every single season. And you've had a chance to be part of that. And when it comes to like like cooking in the the the, the house itself, like what so if you didn't cook, no one ate. You didn't eat for the day. There's no crew launches. Yeah, nothing, you're right? you know, you're in charge of, of your own meals. And so, yeah, you had to go. I mean, I think there probably was like cup of noodles and like microwavable things if like you just didn't know how to cook. But for the most part, yeah, you were in charge of all that. Unless you went on like a date somewhere, uh, or like a group date where they'll kind of feed everybody when you get to the place or whatnot. But yeah, uh, you know, obviously, I did only one season of Bachelorette, but I've done now six or seven seasons of Bachelor in Paradise as the bartender, and that's a whole different thing. The uh-huh. food there uh-huh. is completely different than it is at the mansion because this it's filmed at an actual resort called Playa Escondida, which you can go to mm-hmm. at any time except for the months of June and July because when we were there filming. Um, and they have some of the best food in the world. It's a 
amazing. Yeah. It's traditional, like Baja tacos. The guacamole is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because when um, what happens usually is like, I'm the bartender every season. I have like a little bit of an inside track into, um, into production and casting and all that kind of stuff. And usually people will hit me up to be like, hey, should I do the show or should I not do the show? And like, what do you think? And like, what was your um, experience when you were on the show compared to when you were the bartender? Um, and usually my main pitch is, if nothing else, you're going to have the best tacos for like, the week that you're on before like a rose ceremony. And if nothing else, just go for the food. Just go for the food and just go for the life experience. Right. I always think that stuff's kind of wild. Cause like sometimes when these people get casted and I, and I always think like the, the real magicians when it comes to great reality show production is the casting directors, the casting team. Like they, they, cause they've got to find a, like, you know, needles in a haystack of averageness and these people have to be special on some particular level. You know, they've got to, you know, the, it's got to look like a slice of American pie. All right. There's a little slice for everybody. So somebody for everybody. And, uh, and they have to really have, uh, an, some sort of dynamic personality to be interested in kind of what they do. Yeah. Well, I hope that we've answered all the questions for, uh, listeners out there about what the hell you eat when you're on the bachelor, the bachelor or bachelor in paradise. It was fun, uh, chatting with you about it. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's not an Im important subject, but, uh, I think looking back, it was pretty interesting. Super interesting, man. I mean, all this stuff is like, cause, cause there's what you see on television and then there's kind of like living in this reality world, which I think the show behind the show is sometimes more yeah. interesting than the show. Like the great, the great food truck race, dude, we've got so many crazy stories. That's been crazy. Yeah. I tell you what, uh, next episode, I think we're going to have some of the people from The Bachelor on the show, and um, we'll find out exactly what they cooked in the mansion and what they've got going on. So that, if you're a Bachelor fan, should be pretty good. All right, this has been Two Dudes in a Kitchen. I'll see you, Tyler. All right, man. I'll see you next week, buddy. Take care. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. <laughs> we'll take that. And we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Oh, okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.